not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit, nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you by any means, for that day shall not come, except there come a falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposeth and exalteth himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things? And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work, only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth, and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Even him whose coming is after the workings of, or the working of Satan with all power and signs and lying wonders, and with all deceivableness of unrighteousness and them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie, that they all might be damned who believe not the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. Hmm. Told you to read a little bit, right? Hmm. Uh, I, uh, I'm going to start over again. Verse 2, that ye be not soon shaken in mind, or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter, as from us. You know, there's a lot of trouble going on around here. There's, there's a lot of stress. Come on. A lot of worry. Come on. A lot of fear. And there's a lot of comments. You can read about it on the Internet. Something's fixing to happen, okay? There's a lot of things on the horizon. I've been asked, uh, aren't you afraid? Aren't you concerned? And, and the answer is, I'm not afraid at all. Come on, Pastor. I'm not worried at all. Do I see problems on the horizon? Absolutely. Is it possible that... that uh, uh, some of these doomsday sayers eventually, you know, eventually, I'm going to tell you something right now. I have a pocket wash at home. It is sitting between the two rocker recliners on the, little, the thing, the little shelf that's there, sitting right there. And I want you to know that that pocket watch is right twice a day. <laughs> twice a day. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Now, there's enough doomsayers out there that sooner or later somebody's going to get it right. Yeah, yeah, okay. Amen. Somebody's yeah. going to get it right. Somebody's going to come up with the right date, the right time. Something's going to happen. And you know, is doom coming eventually? Yeah. Doom cannot be avoided in America. I think we've gone too far down the wrong road for us to avoid destruction. A dramatic change in our political system and in our economic system. I mean, I don't think it can be avoided. So the problem is, what do we do about it? What do we do about it? 
How do we handle it? Well, I'm going to tell you how we handle it. First and foremost, we invest in waterproof matches. No, wait a no, That wasn't right, was it? Um, you need a good hunting knife. That's it. That's the first thing we need, right? Now, wait a minute. You all don't seem too, too convinced of that. No? What is the first and foremost thing we need? Jesus. We need shelter. No? What did you, you say? Jesus. Jesus. Well, a lot of people claim to have Jesus. Look. We need to know we have him. We need to know we have him. I'm going to read something to you. And this is my favorite passage of scripture. And I've been reading this over and over and over just today. Jeremiah chapter 9 verse 23 and 24. Thus saith the Lord. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. And there's a lot of people out there that know absolutely that the earth, the world's going to end today. And they're very wise, very intelligent. By the way, the, there was a man one time that said that there were eight, he published a book called 88 Reasons Why the Lord is Coming in 1988. <laughs> right. And that man had a lot of good reasons for it. Very educated man, highly uh, attuned to the scriptures. He pulled things out of the scriptures that I never saw before. And he, he actually said the Lord was coming in 1988. He'd have date. And I'm going to tell you something, church. Unless I'm sadly mistaken, the Lord did not come in 1988. No. <laughs> Same fellow said it was a couple of years ago, and then it was another time. I mean, it was like twice a couple of years ago he was supposed to come. He didn't come either time. I don't believe. Unless he came just to a small group of people like Batman only and his. Yeah. Maybe no and is. I think he may be the only one that disappeared. A lot of people were shaken. They sold their things. They sold their houses. They, they, they waited. By the way, this is not new. Did you know that in the late 1800s there was another church, another group of people that predicted, there was a leader of that church predicted that the Lord was going to come. And so people sold their houses, put on white robes, and sat on housetops waiting for the Lord to come. I'm not going to tell you what the name of that Seventh-day Adventist church was. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. A lot of wise people out there saying a lot of very intelligent sounding things. I don't know about you, but when I see something in the scripture, it kind of gets me excited, you know? I'm thinking, I never heard that before. You're pretty smart, John. <laughs> you got it together. All right. Yeah. Start rejoicing. Start patting myself on the back because I got a revelation. A lot of ways to do that. An awful lot of ways to do that. 
glory your wisdom. Get all figured out? Do you have it figured out? Is the Lord coming this year? Is the world ending this year? Is America ending this year? Is Obama going to declare himself, you know, lifelong king of America? Is he going to declare martial law? A lot of people out there saying a lot of things. Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. He let the mighty man glory in his might. Come on now. You may be a kung fu champion with a black belt with the power to break bricks. Christy, we, had some, we, had, we built a little rocket stove last night in the, in the backyard on our, on our porch there and uh, uh, needed one brick cut in half. And I think it was Christy uh, that said something about um, breaking with, her, with her, was it with your fist or your fork? Yeah. My hand. Hand. With the hand. Break it in half. <laughs> so now, said, if you'll notice, huh? She said, oh, wait, I need my black bandana. Her black bandana. Is that what it's black bandana? Is that what you're saying? Put a black bandana around. And Jerry, can you break a brick with your hand? He's nodding up and down. That's up and down. I want you to know that I broke that brick with my hand. That's right. And with the addition of a saw. That's right. Yes. That's right. I used my hand to get the saw. So I broke it with my hand. Come on. But we have power. we got might. You know, there are some people that can do amazing things. They can bench press like a bunch of weight. You know what I'm saying? And they glory in that. I asked somebody, one of the young guys, says, what, what, what exactly was your goal? I want to bench press 500 pounds. That was his goal. Wow. His life, he was 18 years old. That was his lifetime goal. And he asked me, he says, do you think if I tell the teacher at, uh, at college, starting college, that my goal is bench press 500 pounds, you think, think I should tell him or should I keep it secret? I say, you better tell him. He probably doesn't want you doing it behind his back and breaking your back or something and busting your arms to pieces. You better tell him. Can you imagine that being your goal, bench press 500 pounds? Just to be? Huh. You can bench press your husband. Probably don't want to. No desire. Don't let the mighty man glory in his mind. Because you know what? Your might be mighty today, but you know there's coming a time where you're going to be kind of, kind of feeble walking along down the street, down the sidewalk. All kinds of feeble people walking down the sidewalk. Amen. You say... Pastor, you believe that? Hey, I get my body up out of bed. Used to be I would spring out of bed. Come on. But the spring broke. Yeah. Amen. I have no idea what happened that spring. I think he just rusted and busted. That's it. I didn't intend that, by the way. But I'm just saying, don't let the mind, you, you, you're mighty, you're, you're putting your, your trust in your strength. It's not going to take you very far. And don't let 
the rich man glory in his riches. There are people that put all their stock in riches. And then they jumped out of witness whenever skyscrapers jumped out of windows whenever their riches went to nothing. You know, there are young men that have made the goal to be a millionaire by the time they're 25, 27, 30. That's their goal. What happens when you become a millionaire? What's, what's your next goal? Two million. What about after that? Three million. After that, four million. It never stops, does it? You make more, you want to make more. Church, I'm going to tell you what we need to do. But let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercised loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth, for in these things I delight, saith the Lord. What I want to talk to you about today is a real simple concept. And that's glory. Is the end of the world coming? Sure it is. But I'm not glorying in that. I'm not glorying in the wisdom of the wise. I'm glorying in who is Jesus Christ. I've got one little comment. If I'm going to glory in anything, I'm going to glory in who? Jesus. Let's try it again. If I'm going to glory in anything, I'm going to glory in who? Jesus. Jesus. If I'm going to glory in something, I'm going to glory in who? Jesus. And who is Jesus Christ? Who is Jesus? God. What? God. He's God. Amen. Come on. If I'm going to glory, I'm going to glory in the fact that Jesus is who? God. Now, I'm going to ask you a simple question. Do you believe Jesus is God? Yes. Now, I'll ask you again. Do you believe Jesus is God? Yes. Do you know who he is? Yes. I was weaker. I'm going to tell you, I was weaker. Do you know who Jesus is? Yes. yes. Who is he? God. Come on now. Who is he? God. Who is he? in the flesh, justified in the spirit, uh, seen of angels, preached on the Gentiles, believed on the, uh, the world, received up in the glory. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm stumbling out, but that's okay. I kind of got the gist of it. I'm just telling you, I know who Jesus is. Right. So now what am I supposed to do about that? Glory in it. What? Glory in it. Say it again. Glory in it. Say it again. Glory in it. Glory in it. I'm supposed to exult in it. I'm supposed to rejoice. That word glory means to rejoice. It means to praise. It means to shout. It means uh, to get beside yourself. Yeah. In fact, there's a couple of places where the same word is used about people like David. He was there before the king of the Philistines, the king of Gath, and he made himself mad. What did he do? He did all kinds of stuff. And he said, oh, this guy's a mad guy. Kick him out of here. I don't want a madman in my court. And so he kicked him out. You know what? That's the same word for glory. We ought to glory in God. We ought to get beside ourselves for the fact that we know who Jesus Christ is. It's not a... Oh, I know who Jesus is. <laughs> it's a, we ought to get excited about it. Hallelujah, brother. We ought to rejoice about it. 
Amen. I'm going to tell you something. There's nothing wrong. There's absolutely nothing wrong. I bought a knife yesterday. Survival knife. Uh, Why? Because if I go out in the woods, I'm going to need it. Amen. But I ain't going out in the woods alone. Right. I'm going out in the woods with the one oh, who died for me. Hallelujah. If I go out in the woods and, and if I have to live off the land a little bit, I'm going to go out there with the one who was crucified on the cross for me. I'm not going alone. And I can rejoice in that. Now, I, I'm going to tell you something. We can worry. We can fret. Right, right, and I right. just read, don't be deceived. Don't be troubled in your mind. Don't you stress out. Don't you worry. Why? Because. Just because. Amen. Jeremiah said, you glory in this. Amen. You glory in this. Yes. You're going to be passionate about anything. You be passionate about this. Amen. You be passionate about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, Why? Yeah. Because Jesus Christ oh, is God. I don't have to worry. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ is God, I don't have to fret. Because Jesus Christ is God, I can appear calm. Why? Because I am calm. I can appear unworried because I am unworried. That's right. Hallelujah. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, figuring out how to live off the land. There's nothing wrong. We're doing that. We're kind of looking. We're having fun doing it, aren't we, Christy? It's fun. She's baking chicken at home. In a solar oven she built yesterday. Amen. <laughs> Amen. She laid Amen. down in the hammock she made. Right. Woo! I didn't lay in it. I trusted. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to do all this stuff and it's fun. Right. It is fun. Right. You know? Amen. It's a kick. Well, you know, our economy is going to collapse. We're going to come after the Christians. Okay, let's go in the woods. I like the woods. Right. What am I going to eat? Grocery store. The grocery store is going to have the shelves going to be empty. Eat pine nuts. <laughs> acorns. I got a bowl of acorns soaking. This is the third day, second day. Tonight will be two days. Good to find out if we can make coffee. It says you can make coffee out of them. We're going to find out. Christy's excited about it. She's here. See her face? She went like that. She's going to find out. But I'm not worried about it. Because I know who Jesus Christ is. I know who Jesus Christ is. That answers all the problems that are going to come and face me. And because I know who He is, I am not worried. There's a song that says, Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. No, that's not why. Because I know that He lives. I can face tomorrow. And because I know who He is, I can face tomorrow. Right, right. And because I believe in who He is, I can face tomorrow. Amen. And because right. I trust in His ability to take care of me and to hold me when I am being assaulted by all kinds of things because I trust Him, Amen. I can yeah. face tomorrow yeah. and the next day and yeah. the next yeah. day yeah. and the next yeah. day yeah. and the next day. Amen. And because of that, I ought to glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Because of that, I ought to just glory. That's the truth. Yeah. Hallelujah. What about, you know, what's this right here? This glory. Yes. yes. What is it when you jump up and down? Hallelujah. That's glory. Yes. What is it whenever you worship and get to speak in other tongues? That's glory. Yes. What is it when you begin to praise and get all beside yourself oh, and acting crazy? That's glory. Yes. Church, it's time to glory in who yes. Jesus Christ is. Yes. 
It's time we quit worrying about everything else long enough to put the first things first. And the first thing is we ought to praise Him. We ought to magnify Him. We ought to lift Him up. We ought to glorify Him. And, oh, hallelujah. Church, we ought to be Pentecostal. Amen. We ought to be Pentecostal. That's right. We ought to act Pentecostal. We ought to, you know, when we look Pentecostal, well, who cares if we don't act Pentecostal? <laughs> Come on, Pastor. Amen. We ought to act Pentecostal. <laughs> we ought to get a little crazy. Hallelujah. Why? Because God could give you a promotion on the day you're supposed to get fired. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. What Hallelujah. in the world are you thinking, God? Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted, to, just wanted to throw you a little bone. I just wanted to show you what I can do. Amen. Amen. I just wanted to teach you something. That's right. Amen. That's right. Do you know why he teaches some of us and others he doesn't? Because some of us are. Come on, Pastor. Trusting him. Yeah. <laughs> and others. Come on. Are trusting in him. Come on. Come on. I noticed a change in Sister Renee in the last few months. Huh. I noticed a change in her. I think God has to. Amen. She says the world doesn't revolve around her. <laughs> I would disagree strongly. I think God thinks it does. <laughs> because those that trust Him totally and completely, those that know who He is, and are taking action on who He is. Those that believe that Jesus Christ is God, that God, being God, it means He can change your life. Yeah. God is changing their life. God is changing their life. What I'm saying now, church, changes everything. Changes everything. Amen, brother. Disaster comes, God can turn it into an adventure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Other problems on the horizon? Yeah, bring them on. Come on. 